<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hello, friends, and welcome back to the Bill Press Pod, where we go today to where you'd never expect to find me or a voice critical of President Trump's disregard for the law to the studios of Fox News. You know, one thing that used to unite Republicans and Democrats was respect, if not reverence, for the rule of law, regardless of political party, regardless of where you were in the political spectrum, left, center, or right. All of us agreed that upholding the laws of the land was of paramount importance because we are, after all, a nation of law, not of people, and nobody, not even the president, is above the law. Well, uh, that's the way it used to be until Donald Trump came along, who as candidate, remember, said he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and not lose any of his supporters. We thought he was kidding? Uh-uh, but oh no. As president, Donald Trump has declared that under Article 2 of the Constitution, he can do anything he wants, no matter how illegal, and get away with it. Sadly, a majority of conservatives seem to accept Trump's disregard for the law, but not all of them. One voice stands out, Judge Andrew Napolitano, a brave man, former New Jersey Superior Court judge, constitutional scholar, and senior legal analyst for Fox News, where he drives Donald Trump crazy. We caught up with Judge Napolitano at Fox headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. Judge Napolitano, it's good to see you. Good to be with you, Bill. Thank Dear you. Your old friend from 100 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've known each other a long time, not quite that long. But, you know, um, we differ on a lot of issues. But I got to tell you, the one thing that I've always respected you for uh, is something that I grew up with, which is a great reverence and a great respect for the rule of law. And I want to ask you, when you look at the United States today and the rule of law, what what shape are we in? What state is the rule of law in today? It's in deplorable shape, as is fidelity to the Constitution uh, in deplorable shape. Uh, the Congress has ceded much of its power uh, to the presidency. Uh, almost every president uh, since Woodrow Wilson has, has behaved outside the confines uh, of the Constitution, the the current occupant of the White House is is not the cause of this of this, but he is the recipient of it. Each president seems to aggrandize more uh, power to the White House and behaves in a lawless manner. Uh, his attacks on the judiciary are reprehensible and and reminiscent of a totalitarian uh, institution. I mean, the judiciary is the anti-democratic branch which for 230 years we have trusted to resolve uh, our disputes, his efforts to undermine the judiciary, uh, undermine the rule of law, which he has sworn to uphold. Well, first of all, this is something that transcends politics. It does. This is not left or right, uh, Bill. This is, there's a lane 
that the Constitution travels in, and the government should stay within that lane. There's a lane for the rule of law, and it's that nobody is above the law's requirements or below its obligations, and we all should stay in that lane. When one branch of government, typically the president, and I'm not just picking on President Trump because I was just as critical of President Bush, George W., uh, over the torture and spying and, and the uh, war in Afghanistan and Iraq. When they get outside that lane, it is the duty of those of us who follow this for a living to call them out. Even though I may agree with Bush on abortion and guns, I may agree with Trump on abortion and guns, getting outside their lane is unforgivable because it gives precedential value for future presidents to do that if and when they get away with it. You are right that other presidents have strayed from that lane. Have we ever seen a president in our lifetime as um, reckless with the law, maybe, or as lawless as Donald Trump? I don't think so. Um, I, I thought when he got into the White House, and think even today, that he does not have a fundamental understanding of how the government works, uh, of the concept of co-equal branches, of the whole nature of the judiciary, which is to be anti-democratic, uh, intentionally anti-democratic, which is why there's lifetime tenure. What do you mean by that, based on the facts? Based, which, which means that the judiciary should make its decisions irrespective of what the majority wants, because its goal is to protect our life, liberty, and property from the majority. Uh, it is a popular thing if the majority enacts legislation in Congress that permits the government to spy without warrants, Section 215 of the Patriot Act, which I wrote about this morning because it expires on uh, on March 15th. It would be reprehensible. It was reprehensible to enact it in the first place. It would be reprehensible to reinstitute it. This allows one FBI agent to authorize another FBI agent to capture documents about any person in America in the hands of a financial institution. Ah, but if you read the definition of financial institution, it covers every third-party custodian of documents imaginable. This is a direct violation uh, of the Fourth Amendment. It is the duty of the judiciary to stop this, no matter how popular it may be, no matter how overwhelming were the majorities in Congress that enacted it. So every day, it seems, there's something else that those who are uh, there to enforce the rule of law and to respect it uh, there's something else to be worried about. But let me ask you, as we sit here, of the most recent example, and that is the Attorney General of the United States, apparently at the request of the President of the United States, saying Roger Stone's intervening in a hearing to say Roger Stone should not get what the prosecutors, Department of Justice prosecutors recommended. You know, I rarely agree with uh, Senator Lindsey Graham, but I agree with him on this. The president can always talk to the attorney general, but to do this in public, to rip into the prosecutors in public, they're his prosecutors, right. to, to rip into the judge in public undermines the rule of law. To suggest that prosecutors and judges and jurors are just political hacks undermines the rule of law. Look, the, the greatest attorney general in my lifetime, and maybe in yours, was the brother of the president. Don't you think they spoke? Hey, Bob, yeah. when, when are you going to invite Jimmy Hoffa? You know, of course they did. There's nothing wrong with that kind of a conversation. But to lambast and target and ridicule and undermine the wheels of justice in public does far more damage 
than any sentence this judge could give to Roger Stone would. She could sentence him from zero to 50 and any number in between. It doesn't matter what the DOJ suggests. The DOJ just suggests, just as the defense lawyers suggest. It was, a, it, it, it was the wrong message at the wrong time delivered in the wrong way. Which adds to a list, right, of uh, um, efforts by Donald Trump to undermine the law, firing, asking James Comey to drop an investigation. Well, that stuff. Robert Mueller. Okay, that. Pardoning a Navy SEAL, okay. accused of war crime. Okay, the, Bob Mueller articulated 10 crimes of obstruction of justice, which, had they been articulated against you or me or anybody listening to us now, would have been grounds for an indictment. The only reason Donald Trump wasn't indicted is because he's the president and because Bill Barr, his Roy Cohn, would not permit Mueller to seek, uh, to seek an indictment. So those crimes are there. There's no uh, question about it. This is, in some respects, even worse than Richard Nixon. The arguments that his lawyers made uh, before the Senate, as long as the president believes in his own reelection is good for the country, whatever he does to further that reelection is lawful. That's worse than Nixon saying... Where, when the president does it, that means it's not illegal. Because that defies the lesson of Watergate. Nixon's attitude is buried in the graveyard of Watergate, and Trump's people have attempted to resurrect it. And the quote you, you just made about uh, if the president does something to help get reelected and he thinks it's in the interest of the nation, that's okay. Alan Dershowitz. Today, I, I, like, I like Professor Dershowitz. I respect him. We agree on many civil liberties issues, but his view of the presidency uh, is is beyond me right. and now, beyond the Constitution and beyond little Jimmy Madison. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till Trump starts ridiculing Madison's height. He was only 4'8". <laughs> I forgot how much fun we could have do together. You know, do you think he had to have a little a stand when he uh, when he made speeches in the Senate, right? A little platform. They like called him Little Jimmy, and when he stood next to Jefferson, Jefferson was six eight. <laughs> so they really four foot difference in their heights. Today's podcast with Judge Andrew Napolitano brought to you by the United Food and Commercial Workers Union. Those good men and women of the UFCW under President Mark Barone, a real powerhouse in the American labor movement, representing 1.3 million working men and women who are active in the big grocery stores. They're the people that serve you at Kroger's or Safeway or Albertsons or wherever. In the big retail stores, you shop at Macy's or CVS, UFCW taking care of you. In the packing and processing plants, chemical workers, in the distilleries, and in the cannabis industry, all members of the UFCW, check out their website at ufcw.org. We thank them for their good work and their support of the Bill Press Pod. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I want to ask you about the Senate trial. You wrote an, an op-ed, which I, one thing I love about you, you you don't hesitate to make waves, and you still get yourself in trouble, as I do, too. But you wrote that in Mr. Trump's case, this is in the Washington Times of all newspapers, in Mr. Trump's case, though the House chose delicately not to accuse the president of specific crimes, there is enough evidence here to do so. Federal laws prescribe as criminal the mere solicitation of help for a political campaign from a foreign national or government. There is no dispute that Mr. Trump did this. Would you have voted to convict? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I uh, interrogated uh, Congressman um, Swalwell, a young man who's on both the House Judiciary and the House Intelligence Committees. And I said, why didn't you choose him? I accuse him of a crime. Don't you agree this is a crime? Don't you agree asking for a, a favor in return for an official government duty is called bribery? He said, Judge, you're right, you're right, you're right. Let's just say we had a colossal battle over this. And let's just say my side lost. The side that said, let's use delicate language prevailed. Trump's lawyers very adroitly used that against them. Right. In, in, in the so-called trial in the Senate. I say so-called because I argued it wasn't a trial. Yeah. And what do you think about the Republican senators who were willing to say that what Trump did was wrong, but not willing to vote to convict, including Senator Collins, who said, well, he learned his lesson. He'll never do anything like this again. I, I like her, but I, uh, this, that language, that phrase that you just adroitly quoted may be her undoing in her efforts to get uh, reelected. There's no question that there were at least two felonies there. Solicitation. I have a problem with the statute because I think it's trumped by, no, no pun intended, <laughs> no pun intended, by the First Amendment, which says you can't criminalize speech. But this is a criminalization of speech. Asking for the aid is a crime. Asking for a favor before I do what the law obliges me to do is bribery. There's no question but that those crimes were committed. The House lacked the fortitude to articulate that because uh, Mrs. Pelosi and her crew felt it would be impolitic to articulate it that way. That's the, that's the message I got from Congressman Swalwell. And the Republican senators 
um, disappointed you? I mean, yes. no backbone, no yes, courage. Yes, so they did. Of some of them, some of them are very close friends and uh, confidants of mine, and I, uh, they profoundly disappointed me, Bill. More, less so in the acquittal than in the fifty-one to forty-nine vote not to hear witnesses. John Bolton, I know John. He used to work here. John Bolton is champing at the bit to testify to the Senate, I was there when all this happened, and they wouldn't hear him. That, that's a, that's a cover-up. That's a fear of the truth. Right. That's reprehensible. That's a rejection of their oath to do impartial justice in this hearing. Not political justice, impartial justice. Why didn't Bolton come out and have a news conference? I don't know. I think he feared, I think he feared um, he might be violating some secrets. I don't know. There's no violation of the floor of the Senate. He's immune from what he says there, and he knows that. Right. Um, I know we don't have that much time together, so but I do want to ask you about this. Here you are at Fox News, and you've been here 22 years now? Right. 22 years. I was only a life-tenured <laughs> judge for eight. I've been here two and a half times as long. How much pressure do you get inside of Fox News to shut up and not be critical of Donald Trump? None. Really? None. I don't get any pressure at all. I know there are, are folks who aren't happy with what I say, but I don't attack people. I attack ideas. My uh, views on the Constitution and on the rule of law are mainstream, well-grounded. I mean, I've, I've been a, uh, published 10 to... books on the Constitution. Yeah. I've been a professor of constitutional law at four law schools for 20 years. You don't get the call from upstairs saying, hey, you went too far. I do not. They still put you on the air. They, still, they still put me on the air. I'm still kicking. Right. But you do hear from the president who actually tweeted out, take him off the air. I haven't heard from the president since he got mad at me, but there was a time when I used to hear from him on a regular basis. Some of our conversations were hilarious. And he said, it's all sour grapes, right? He wanted to be on the Supreme Court. He said that at one point. He did, he did say that. Of course, it was he who suggested that to me, but we won't go there. Right. Uh, are things going to get any better? We're going to turn the corner. Final question. Do you, are you just, are you living in despair? And how do we turn the corner? Well, we turn the corner with a new occupant of the White House, whoever that might be, somebody who thinks and reads and makes serious decisions and doesn't uh, belittle people and understands the way the government works. I don't know who that person is. Judge Napolitano, keep at it. Keep going. Thanks for, thanks for your time. Pleasure, Bill. The record will reflect we're shaking hands and I'm trying to kiss you. <laughs> and that's it for this edition of the Bill Press Pod with Judge Andrew Napolitano. Hope to see you the next time around. In the meantime, if you haven't already done so, do yourself a favor. Do us a favor by subscribing to The Bill Press Pod. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, just search for The Bill Press Pod. Click on subscribe, and you are a regular listener. That way, you'll get advance notice of every Bill Press Pod. And the best way to do that, of course, is to follow me on Twitter, at Bill Press Pod, at Bill Press Pod. Thanks so much again for joining us. Stay strong, and we'll see you on the next edition of the Bill Press Pod. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.